0: The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Hey, it's Cannon from Open House Party and OHP Uncut. Happy New Year today. One of my favorite interviews. It's a throwback uh, from a few years ago. Today, Sam Smith. Last time we had Sam on the show, we had an incredible conversation. Sam revealed that they prefer the pronouns they and them. And here's how I feel about that. I don't want to screw it up. That's the first thing. Because above all... I respect Sam's feelings and emotions. We should all respect everybody's feelings and emotions. And if they prefer something that really isn't that hard, why wouldn't we all go out of our way to respect somebody's feelings? We talked about obviously the music, but also a little bit about what it's like to be inside Sam's head. So many intense emotions. And we're going to unpack some of those today with Sam Smith. Now, look, if you subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel You'll automatically be entered to win a virtual meet-and-greet with your favorite artist. We choose uh, new subscribers, and we hook that up. The chance of a lifetime to have a Zoom with your favorite artist. We choose some randomly, and you'll see them below. They're our virtual meet-and-greets that we do. We've had some already. We'll have more this year in 2023. Just subscribe to the podcast or to the YouTube channel to get entered to win. Let's get it. A throwback. Sam Smith on OHP Uncut. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon. Welcome to Open House Party, Sam Smith. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am good, and we're honored to have you. I mean that. Oh, thank you for
1: having me, too. It's nice to speak to you.
0: The last time we talked, we had the best conversation. I've been glowing about it ever since, because we were talking about your pronouns, and you respected the fact that I respected them. And you even tweeted me a heart after, which was uh, one of my career highlights, I must say. Oh, so.
1: uh-huh. well, no, you're just a lovely person.
0: You are too. And I got to be honest with you. I More than anything, I value the way you feel. Uh, and I, I'm hyper-focused on using the correct pronouns. But if I ever do f*** up and use you know, the wrong one flies out. Just know that that's because I'm an idiot and I put my foot in my mouth all the time. So, yeah,
1: so I, I, <laughs> I do the same thing, I find it difficult to
0: Your album drops Friday and you have promised uh, more upbeat poppy songs on this album and then Diamonds drops. And there you are delivering exactly that. I love this song.
1: Thank you so much. I mean, I've said it, it it's not really all dancey, the album. There's quite, there's still some depressing ones. Don't worry. <laughs> Diamonds is one of those ones and it's it was so fun to make.
0: When we talked last time you talked a little bit about the fact that you feel like you maybe experience emotions deeper on a deeper level, more intense level than most people and that translates into your music. What feelings and emotions were you drawing from for this album?
1: Um this album, you know, is is really marks my one of my first relationships and it's definitely a, an album of heartbreak and loss and um yeah, I just I, I was feeling that really, really deeply. It was also a time where I was figuring out who I was and, and, and what, trying to express to everyone um, how I was feeling about my gender and my queerness. And um, it, it, the album's a celebration, I think, of all the emotions. You're so
0: good at expressing those emotions through music. How, um, how cathartic is it for you? How therapeutic is it for you to, to write songs about the way you feel?
1: Oh, it's incredible. You know, it's something that's you feel inside, you get out. And for me, more than the lyrics and more than anything, it's the act of singing that I find therapeutic. I only found out really in lockdown that singing releases endorphins in your brain. And that makes complete sense because whenever I sing out, I feel better. um, And it makes me happier. And so just having a, a place to go to where I can sing when I'm feeling low or I'm feeling deep feelings. It feels like such a gift to be able to go to those places and do that. Who's your best friend in the world? Oh, my gosh. My best friend in the world is my best friend from school. Her name's Emily.
0: Would it be possible for her to listen to one of your songs or one of your albums? And even Emily learn things about you that maybe she didn't know because you express oh, them in yeah. the music and that's the way you express yourself the easiest
1: oh yeah of course oh my god yeah I, I mean my family sometimes find it hard to listen to things that i write because they're like did you actually feel like that and i was like yeah
0: have you ever written a song and then you and it didn't just came out and then you looked at it when it was done and you thought to yourself no that's too much that's too fucking much i can't i can't say all that it's just too raw. I can't let people see that side. That's just too much.
1: Yeah, a few t- definitely a few times I've had to rein it back in because <laughs> I can go too hard. I always want to be kind in what I put out. So that's always important to me. So there's sometimes I've got a little anger out in things and I don't want to share that.
0: Well, in Diamonds, you're talking about this... Uh this lover of yours that was sort of an unworthy lover do you feel like maybe people uh, take advantage of your kind spirit yeah. and, and mistreat you because you are such a genuine kind person that they kind of walk, walk be- on you a little bit
1: I can be a nightmare babe trust me I can be an absolute <laughs> <laughs> um I mean diamonds actually isn't about me. Diamonds was me pretending to be a really rich woman in a mansion and her husband had left her in a divorce and taken all of her diamonds. That was me. <laughs> that was diamonds. But um, I do I do think sometimes I'm a bit I'm so sensitive. Um I'm so sensitive in life. Um I'm I'm very emotional as a person and I think sometimes people aren't as emotional or as sensitive as I am. And that always hurts me.
0: (laughs) I was talking to an artist a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about the fact that they draw most of their inspiration from the pain that they experienced in their life. And this artist told me that they were apprehensive to even go get help uh, for their struggles because they were terrified that it would affect their art. If you could wave a magic wand and all the pain would go away, and all the PTSD would go away. Would you do it, or would you be afraid it would affect your art?
1: Um, no, I wouldn't do it uh, because it's that's it's not even take art out the equation. It's about life. That's what life is. That's what being a human is. Is it's tough and it's hard and it hurts and things hurt and fear and 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 your your heart breaks and your spirit gets broken. Um, it's part of life, and you would be poor if you didn't have those things. And it's my belief that all of these experiences, good and bad, make us richer and better people.
0: But we sure do spend a lot of our lives trying to figure out how to make ourselves feel better, though.
1: Oh, completely, but I feel like that's the key. That's, that's, that is the key to being better, is stop looking and accept. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Stop looking for happiness. Happiness is a feeling, It's a, and feelings go. You will be feel joy and then you won't and then you'll feel sadness and then you won't. Everything's constantly happening and, Happiness isn't a destination. It's something that's going to happen and, and and then you're not going to have it sometimes. I think accepting that life isn't always as joyful as as you think it is, is actually step one. Um, I think we've actually kind of made people believe that there is this state you can get to where nothing goes wrong and you can be happy for the rest of your life. And I don't believe in that.
0: Yeah, or we take drugs or alcohol to try to make it... Uh... Exactly make ourselves numb to the point where we believe that it's better every day, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh,
0: One of the highs you've spoken about is the adrenaline high you get when you're on stage. How have you coped with the lack of that during COVID? And are you looking forward to what you're going to be doing as far as your Abbey Road show? I cannot wait for that, by the way, on Friday.
1: Oh, meva. i do you know what i'm i I love performing live so much, but I also get very scared and I get very anxious so i 've been really enjoying this process of just singing by myself really and feeling like i 'm singing alone it 's been a really nice way to connect with my voice um, but I miss crowds, for sure. I really do. I miss seeing people and I miss um, singing with crowds of people and sharing those moments together. Um, but I do think that, you know, yeah. I believe that everything's going to go back to normal at some point. And I well, a new normal. And I just think it's going to make it even more special when we're all in those rooms together and we're like, yeah, we're together again and we're singing, yeah. it's beautiful.
0: That it, it is so incredible to me. You, you feel apprehension before you go on stage. When you step out there, how long does it take before those feelings of apprehension go away and you're just letting it you know, flow out of you?
1: Probably like 15 minutes. It's quite wow. intense. I get really, I get really scared. I, I find it quite scary. I guess because... The way I sing is quite uh, raw and yeah. it's, it, it's just me. Um, so I, d- I just find it scary. It, it's
0: incredible to think that one of the most talented vocalists on earth would have that sort of feeling. What are you oh. afraid of? Like what, what, what would it be that you're afraid of? Are you afraid your voice is going to crack or you're going to forget the lyrics? What is it that creeps into your mind?
1: Um, I think I get scared about lyrics. I get scared that I'm going to disappoint people and that they're not going to that I'm not going to sing well. Um, I think people come to see me sing, and sometimes that pressure to the, to, to 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 deliver uh, mm-hmm. can really get to me.
0: It almost seems absurd as a fan to hear you say something like that, because you've never <laughs> let any human being down at any show you've ever performed at. But that shows everyone that. We're all human. Well, we can't wait for the album on, uh, on Friday. And tell me a little bit about, you know, other tracks that stand out for you other than Diamonds, some of your favorite tracks.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for people to hear the, the single Kids Again, which will drop um, with the record. And I'm so excited for people to hear a song called Another One on the album, which I love. Um, there's just so many moments on it that I can't wait for everyone to like live with and tell me what they think. It's exciting.
0: Is there the same apprehension you would get before you go on stage? Is there is there the same apprehension before you drop an album like this?
1: Um, do you know what? Not really. I think I've, I've I've been getting better. You know, I'm I'm I love this record, and I'm not going to really read a lot of the comments because I just want to celebrate it myself and celebrate <laughs> what I've made and done. But I'm I will always be a little bit nervous for sure. But I know that I've done my best, and I know that it's from the heart, and that's really all I can do. I can't wait
0: to hear it, Sam. You are so intensely talented and and genuine. It's just a a pleasure to talk to you every single time. I really, really,
1: really appreciate it. You too. You too. It's lovely chatting to you. Thank you.
0: We're sending you so much love. We're playing diamonds. And hope to see you in person soon, Sam. Thank you.
1: Thank you, babe. The OHP Uncut Podcast
0: with Canon.